Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. Okay, so it's finally time. I'm going to give my review of SummerSlam. Of course, later on, I will try and get my fiance Alexis to join in. Pretty much here, I'm just going to go through the matches, you know, as they have happened. And give my viewpoint on things. First and foremost, I'm going to start by giving a thorough review of the night. I'm going to give, you know, out of five stars, basically what I believe the night was. So, without further ado, let's just go ahead and get into it. So, overall, I will give tonight's SummerSlam a 3 out of 5. Now, I know people who see that were like, what the hell were you watching that you gave it a 3 out of 5? Number one, the reason why I give it a 3 out of 5 is because I'm used to seeing AEW. I'm used to seeing great matches and things being put on. A show being put on for me. I look at Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view. Which was about four hours long. If you count the pre-show. Right, because they had matches during it. But if you count the regular show itself, the pay-per-view, it's about three. I don't think that anything that happened today would have put people on their feet for a straight-out classic like what happened then. The audience was brought to a literal standstill because of the match that was going on. There was no theatrics. It was what it was. Straight up, here you have four men putting it all on the line. For your enjoyment. And then they acknowledge. The simple fact. That they were doing so. What made it. A tad bit better. So. That's what I'm going off of. I'm comparing. WWE. Directly. To AEW. And yes, I am not expecting for AEW to, you know, beat WWE in the all-out ratings. Because again, AEW is a new promotion, so 
is not going to be, you know, it's not going to be able to grab the attention of a lot of casual fans. Unlike WWE, who already has that. I'm going off my gut feeling. What I felt when I watched it. Did I feel genuine, outward excitement? You know, glee as I watched? Or was it just, you know, a little bit of genuine wrestling excitement? There's a difference. You know, I get excited for wrestling and I like to watch it, but again, it's not always guaranteed that it's all because of what's being presented. It could be the fact that it's a new wrestling match. Something new was happening. You know, it's not always what you expect. But anyway, the three out of five came not only for the fact that everything that happened, you expected to happen. There wasn't anything that happened that you did not expect. Right? What win or loss happened today that you did not expect? Like, really? What win or loss did you say, okay, yeah, I expect that to happen? Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Right? Which one? Was it Bianca Belair still keeping her title? No, you expected that to happen. And rightfully so, it should. Was it the simple fact that the Mysterios won against Judgment Day? No, that's definitely a possibility. You saw that happen. I'm even mentioning it during my prediction that they could. I picked them not to. Because I didn't expect for Edge to show up tonight. I expected him to show up the next night. Yes, I didn't expect for the, for the you know, Mysterios to still be together. They could. They couldn't. It was up in the air with that part. Because they've been teasing the breakup for so long that I could see that happening. But, again, they decided not to. So, I was like, oh, okay, pretty good. Understandable. They decided not to do it because they wanted to bring Edge back during the premium live event. Okay, so now you have something that can go on and go against Judgment Day. Definitely Edge. Maybe Edge may come back and create an actual faction take on Judgment Day itself. Maybe the Usos may be involved. Maybe they're not. You know, it wouldn't surprise me, 
right? But it's like, what? Seriously, what you going to do? You know, you can have him take on judgment, you can have him. So anyway, like I said, I'm going to theoretically go down. Uh, excuse me. Theoretically go down for each, you know. I want to theoretically go down through each match. Explain if I was right, if I was wrong. That's if I remember. If not, I'll go back and, you know, listen to it. If I'm definitely wrong, someone can easily tell me, yeah, you did wrong, fool. You picked against that. Okay, I'll take that chin. But really, go through everything, give my expectation from the damn, you know, premium live event through each match. So, let's go ahead and start with the first match, which was, happened to be Bianca Belair going against Becky Lynch. Now, they could have and should have ended this match significantly quicker. I mean, within seconds. This should have been that one situation where she beats Becky Lynch within seconds. They decided not to do that. They decided to go through a, you know, full throttle, you know, hardcore prolonged battle okay I'm glad she still won but you you missed a real opportunity there you know there's no need to lie about it that opportunity was missed right <laughs> you should have ended it with that should have been you know, one, two, three. As soon as you get done, as soon as Bianca Belair gets done jumping around, skipping around, bam, immediately after that, soon as they introduce each other, the bell rang, KOD ends the goddamn match. That's what it should have been. But it wasn't. Am I surprised? No. Am I excited? And a little bit. I mean, it was a good match. You know, not gonna lie to that. Not gonna knock it for that. It was a good match. Yeah, it was something to see, you know, Bailey coming back with two other individuals. Yeah. That's okay. I can see that too. You know. Maybe she has a little groupie together. Two people. You know, added to her repertoire. Right? <laughs> Sorry. Yet again, not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. But is it 
really that exciting. No, it really isn't. We were waiting for, you know, Bailey to come back for since forever. We knew she was capable. You know, she still was under contract. So it was, we knew 100% it was a matter of time. It just had to be here at SummerSlam, right? So that was a good match. Bianca Belair won. It's rightfully so she should. Nothing wrong there. Straight up chalk. She won. And she should have won. You know. Anything else? Is. Yeah. So, anywho. You know, the next match. Let's go ahead and go there and see. Logan Paul. You know, Logan Paul's match. Well, this was something, you know, Logan Paul. He really stole the show. You know, he put on a good match. As usual, the Miz helped out significantly with that portion. Because he, you know, (sighs) sorry, sold everything. I was generally excited about that. That's the one thing that, you know, helped this show get a 3 out of 5 rating in the first place was definitely Logan Paul. Let's be real. (laughs) Seriously. So, yeah, he did maneuvers that I did not expect him to do. And it was good. So, yeah... That was a great match. That will help put this thing as a three out of five because let's be real, if it wasn't for that one match, it would have been significantly terrible. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. You know, but yeah. Yes, it was something to write home about. But, yeah. It's still Logan Paul, though. You know, not trying to say too much about that. But, you know, it's still Logan Paul. You know. Meaning you can still be let down. He he did good. You know... It was great, but, you know, let's not lie to ourselves. He still can let us down. And I wouldn't be surprised. So, yeah. That match was decent. You know, we should talk about that one. But, you know, yeah. Anywho, let's go ahead and check out the next match. 
The next match after that, yeah, I think it was, you know, go ahead and check that out. Okay. So, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. That was kind of quick and, you know, going on to... Wikipedia is definitely was less than five minutes, so that was surprising. You know. So yeah, that was surprising. Anywho, it wasn't again nothing to write home about because you expected that to happen. You expected for you expected for him to to lose because you know. He was more focused on cashing in than anything else. So, yeah. Bobby Lashley won. Nothing to write home about. You know, you couldn't you couldn't even get, you know, some snacks before Austin Theory's putting the heart uh, putting the hurt lock, you know, and tapped out. You know. There you go. Easy. Next match. The Mysterios. This was one that was a little bit genuinely exciting. That helped also for this thing to get a 3 out of 5. Because the match was actually good. You know. Edge returning wasn't that big of a deal. Like exciting. Like oh my god. It was a person you've never seen before. Like it's Edge. Like I didn't understand. Why in the hell. Edge needed a promo in the fucking first place. You're coming back as Edge. You know, oh, you using the Brood Edge theme mixed together with the most recent thing you had before Judgment Day started. Yay! Golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. It's not something that's going to, like, if I... I'm, what I'm doing, by the way, is the reason why it's also a 3 out of 5 is I'm thinking back to when I was a kid. I didn't always get to watch the pay-per-view. My parents wasn't paying $30, $40 for wrestling. I just had to go to bed that night on Sunday, go to sleep, and hope that I can sneak a look at Monday Night Raw and hope that the person I like won. Right? I had those time periods because I was broke. Family was broke. Right? <laughs> but then you come into today, look at my promotions, my, my uh, predictions. I predicted Jumping Day to win, but I did say it wouldn't be surprising if Edge was to return. I literally brought it up, you know, saying that if they lose, if and Edge returns and they lose, that could be a possibility. Because I seen that part happen. I was like, okay, Dominic could, you know, turn here. 
Rey Mysterio could lead, lead uh, doubt that Rey Mysterio is going to lead his team to a victory. But even if it wasn't a, a, a turn, per se, at this time period, I predict just me to, to win because I'm like, they're pushing this team pretty good and there's no reason why the Mysterios should win this thing without Edge being involved, basically. And low figure, he was involved. So that's the reason why they won. Right? Easy. Again, chalk. If you didn't have access to this premium live event like my fiance didn't, would you be surprised at these outcomes? Would you be surprised if you came in on Monday, which is tomorrow because it's midnight right now, and did not know who was going? Who won? Who lost? Would you be shocked that Bianca Belair won? No, she's supposed to win. She's going against Becky Lynch. She needed to win this match in the fucking first place because you know the only thing you kept hearing was about her failure to retain the title when a situation that shouldn't have ever happened, right? The twenty-seven seconds they repeated it. Literally twice. The announcers repeated it literally twice. Seriously. Literally twice. During Becky Lynch's entrance. So take that to heart. Yeah. You didn't expect... You, you couldn't... Uh, you couldn't expect for Becky Lynch to win, so... Bianca won. Bobby Lashley won. There was no reason why they would give Austin Theory the title right now. After that, especially after he lost to Bobby Lashley. And it really wasn't anywhere near, you know, it wasn't anywhere near near fun. Because it was quite over, quite easily. You know, it wasn't a contest. You know, Theory looked like Somebody who was throwing everything at Bobby Lashley and, and still knowing that they were going to lose. And that's what happened. That's what happened back then when he lost the title. Does it happen now? Less than five minutes over. Let's talk about the Usos. Jeff Jarrett, by the way, if, you want to, if anybody was out there thinking, I wonder what Jeff Jarrett's going to do. <laughs> Special guest referees always in with something slick. No. He looked like he was trying out to be an official. Like this was his tryout for Triple H. Saying, hey, I can do more than be Max Page. Maybe you can let me be a... a, a Real life official, you know, yeah, and I'll show you I can call things straight down the middle because really, really, let's, let's be real with ourselves. What the fuck happened? Seriously, what happened? Did Jeff Jerry do anything in the match to cause them to, to lose? Did, what happened? No. The Usos won 
100% clean. No shenanigans. No near falls. No timeouts. No no nothing. They won as clean as you can get. Okay. I wonder which tag team is going to take the belt from them because there is none right now that's at the caliber of the Usos. I actually looked. I went and looked at WD's roster when it came to tag teams. None of them are of the caliber to take on the Usos. The New Day? Come on now, you know that's not happening. Definitely after they get squashed here by the Viking Raiders and shit. Could they take on the Viking Raiders? No. Because WWE doesn't put heel versus heel. It doesn't put face versus face. So you gotta understand the situation. Since he's not willing to do that, it's very little pickings for the Usos. Right? So, that's that one down. You know, let's keep on going. So, Pat McAfee match, you know, versus Happy Corbett. Your typical, you know, celebrity slash, you know, announcer type match. This was pretty decent. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was nothing to really write home about. It was a good match. It was enjoyable a bit. If you missed it, be real with yourself. You're not thinking he hit some type of weird finisher. No. It didn't happen that way. It didn't happen with any shenanigans. Well, it did have some shenanigans, but not in the way that what you would think. You know, Pat McAfee, you know, caused Corbett to bump into the ref. This ref somehow, some way decided to take as little bit of time possible to get back to their feet. And of course... This allowed for Pat McAfee to punch Corbett in a junk, right? And allowed him to land some type of maneuver and get his win back. So, perfect. He punched Corbett in the junk. And then land some flipping pin thing, whatever, and won the match. Nothing to really write home about. This is the thing I'll keep saying. So far, nothing here 
has changed my expectations for that match. For that evening. For that day. Pat McAfee was supposed to win. Pat McAfee won. The Usos were supposed to win. The Usos won. You know, I'm thinking, where's the surprise? There is none. Right? So, on to the next one. Like I said, the Usos won that. Let's talk about Liv Morgan. Let's talk about Liv Morgan. Let's talk about the thing that ruined this day. So you had the Usos go and win. And there's literally no type of competition out there. You have nothing. There's nothing. And you're not setting anything up for Clash of the Castle. You don't have anything. The Street Profits have had their rematch and they were beat solidly clean as clean can get. So who's going to be the next competition for the Usos? Nobody. 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 Because why? You done threw the whole goddamn locker room at them and everybody lost. Okay, so what the fuck? We gonna have them lose to? Because they have to lose the titles. They can't go on for 45 years as tag team champions. Right? You have to end it. I know you wanted to make it to, you know, a thousand days with Roman Reigns. But you got to end it because it's getting kind of stale and boring. Right? Just like Liv Morgan. In that match. Stale and boring. Ronda Drowsy put me the fuck to sleep. She showed that she was an idiot and an imbecile. Liv Morgan is the weakest champion you have, period. And I am talking about and including... The Miz, who had the title for all but a night. And the beating Drew McIntyre due to Bobby Lashley's help. Right? She's weaker than that. So you're telling me Liv Morgan gets coddled and babied in a corner because Ronda Rousey put the armbar in. Oh my God. She had the armbar put in Four times. Oh my god. That she kicked out. She kicked out of it. She didn't tap. And then when it came time to try to save these two, because oh my god, we can't have Ronda Rousey lose a match when she never beaten clean. You know, we can't have Liv Morgan loses the match because she's this baby face champion that everyone likes. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a double ending. Where Liv Morgan is tapping out to the armbar giving, of course, Ronda Rousey the ability to talk about, oh, you know, you actually tapped. And yeah, Liv Morgan actually pinned her. Pinning 
Ronda Rousey. So, wow. So that, as you have, you had her look like a little bitch being coddled and taken care of by, you know, medical officials. And then, if that wasn't enough, you're going to have the ending where before the referee counts to three, Liv Morgan is tapping out, but the ref has not seen it because for some odd reason, for this one time period, this one day, for this one match, Ronda Rousey forgot that the one thing in all of pro wrestling, be it AEW, New Japan, WWE, Impact, women's, you know, wild women's of wrestling, be it any, any, any your backyard match, the one thing you can never do is put your goddamn shoulders flesh to the motherfucking mat. Because why? The referee will take all his attention and put him on to making sure those shoulders are still stayed to the mat for that solid three count. And it was. And you telling me that Ronda Rousey couldn't figure that out. Come on now. Be real. Be real with yourself. That. Come on now. That was not a good match. It's never ended that way. I'd rather have Liv Morgan lose my motherfucking count out than that. I'd rather have Liv Morgan win by count out instead of have her lose the way she did. I expect anything better than what I was given here. Because you made both look hella terrible. Liv Morgan is the weakest, most pathetic, most trash-ass champion you can possibly have. Ronda Rousey is by far one of the weakest and dumbest wrestlers of all time. Because she get caught by doing something foolish to herself. Let go of the motherfucking armbar and put her right the fuck back in it in the middle of the ring with your shoulders nice and high in the air. It's not that hard. Not that hard. Did that. Or he could have had them both lose by double count out. Right? You could have had that happen. You could have had that happen so you can save both of them. Anything but the way it ended. Yes, Kane came in and told about the whole thing after that, about the whole seats and contingents and shit. Not really giving a crap about that. I like Kane, the, you know, character, not the mayor. But who gives a hell in this situation? Politics is not being talked about. So. Next. Okay. Next was the main event. Everyone's going to say this was one of the greatest main events of all time. A solid classic. Putting it over Hogan, Andre the Giant is the biggest and best Match, period. No, it was terrible. 
it was terrible. Why? Because the way it painted Roman Reigns. Here it is yet again for the umpteenth time. Roman Reigns needing the Usos to jump in and interfere and win a match. Like every single solitary match he had. He couldn't even beat fucking Kevin Owens without the Usos interfering. He's nothing. He's not a great champion. He can hold the championship long as hell. But I'm like, hey, brah, I'm pretty sure Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and a bunch of others would say, yeah, if I can sit my ass home for about half the time period and still be considered champion, yeah, I would love to do that. If I can sit my ass for over 600 days, yeah, buddy, that would be great. 700 days and I can sit on my ass for every single day. Come on. Be real. It's stupid. Cut that shit out. I mean, for real. Cut that shit out. Seriously. Cut that shit out. That's ridiculous. You know, (laughs) that's ridiculous. Let's all be serious about this thing. You know... He constantly needed protection from the Usos. While the Usos can go and win clean. Okay. Austin Theory tried to go cash in and like I expected it was going to happen. Brock Lesnar F5'd him and he couldn't cash in. Like you couldn't wait literally five extra minutes. Five extra minutes and he buries Brock Lesnar with all the garbage and everything underneath of the, you know, in the ring and whatnot. And Roman sitting there nice and high and you just give him a nice schoolboy roll up. Bam. Backwards type thing. Woohoo. Ref there. One, two, three. And Roman done. I mean, come on. Like, really, who would cash in when everybody in their mother's uncle is expecting for you to cash in? Like, nah. I'm waiting. I'm debating. Now, of course, I'm glad that he... I will still say for the fact that I am glad that they didn't allow for him to actually fully complete his cash in. So he still has the money in the bank briefcase and still has the opportunity. Yeah, good. So maybe Clash at the Castle... When he's done beat Drew McIntyre, that'd be the opportunity. Like I keep saying, this is they they messing up this opportunity that they have here with Theory in the briefcase. Complete his John Cena turn. Seriously. This should be the opportunity he should have. This whole time period, he should get pretty much embarrassed over and over and over again for the month of August. And as Clash of the Castle start to come down, you know, someone has a heart-to-heart with him. Like, look, bro, look, you have the ultimate weapon in all of WWE. That money to bring briefcase. But no one's taking you seriously to be able to cash it in because you're bragging about it, number one. And number two, you don't have any friends in the locker room. So everyone's against you. 
And if everyone's against you, they're going to stop you from cashing that in. What you need is some friends. And it's okay to say that. Need some people on your side. The Usos always come out and super kick you. Roman is making fun of you like you're a little child. Well, of course he can. He has the bloodline with him. How about this time? Instead of going out there, maybe you know, instead of going out there by yourself, maybe you go out there with others involved. You know, maybe get some people involved that can help you out. It'd be a great opportunity for you to talk with certain people. Maybe this sets up for a tag team to finally beat the Usos. Because he goes and talks to that tag team. I don't know who it is. Because no one right now is on the caliber of the Usos. And it's not the fact that they're winning. It's the fact that most of the the tag teams that's left are not even main event tag teams. I mean, where's Robert Roode? You haven't heard from him since. He's probably still in dark matches or down at NXT. Why what? Well, yes, Dolph Ziggler is now back on Raw. So the Dirty Dogs aren't a tag team anymore. They haven't, you know, broken up officially, but you can go ahead and say that. Um, who else? I mean, seriously, the Viking Raiders, they're heels. You can't put heels against heels. Right? The New Day, they were destroyed by the Viking Raiders and they can't compete because they're father. They get beat by everyone. Their talent enhancements. Okay. Los Lotharios? Like, be real. They are literally jobs. Okay. Um, can't think of anybody. No team comes to mind. The Mysterios? No, they will have interview with Dominic eventually turns on his dad. Okay, then who? Who is out there? Nobody. Maybe, just maybe Triple H has the ability to grab certain people. Maybe there's somebody else, there's people out there that actually have contracts and shit that they grabbed and we just haven't heard from. But that's the only best case scenario. Other than that, there's no one there for the tag team division. And Roman's going to keep using the Usos to win. I, I expect it a little bit better. Not expecting for him to lose the match. I already knew he was going to win. But the way Austin Theory tried to come in and cash his title in, cash his money in the bank in, come on, be real. No one's going to fall for that shit. That's the reason why I gave it a 3 out of 5. It was chalk. Everybody you expected was going to win was going to win. Everybody you expected to lose is going to lose. 
outside of Liv Morgan case would make this situation significantly worse because the way that they both lost was because Liv Morgan tapped out. But since the ref didn't see a tap out, he didn't count it. And of course, dumbass Ronda Drowsy had to put her arms pinched flush to the mat and couldn't remove her arms off the fucking mat. Come on. Be real. That match made a mistake. It was going to be a decent, okay for star match, but then that happened. Usos and no one lost the title. No one. Everyone who put a title on the line tonight still kept it. So you basically missed nothing. Wow. Anyway, this is where I'm going to bring it to an end. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. And of course, make sure to uh, go ahead and send me a little bit of support. As little as a dollar a day can help me out significantly. Anyway, later guys. Okay, everyone, welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. It's going to be the SummerSlam results, part two, basically. I gave my own, but now I'm here also with my lovely fiance. Say hi. Hello. Yeah. So, I know she didn't get to see all of, you know... SummerSlam, she got to see a little bit of it, and I kept her up to date with what happened, gave her the results and everything. So, she's perfect for someone who just got the results. You know? Damn. What? What happened now? Who? I'm just looking at all the deaths. Does this have a rapper, young, you, you, youngling, and Bernard Criblin, so mm. Doctor Who. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mary Alice. Bill Russell. Yep. Yeah. It's always like that. It's every year it's like that. You got to understand that from here on out that, you know. Michelle Nichols. Yes. Yes, I was going to definitely bring that up right now, actually, that she passed away. If you don't know who Michelle up, shut up. You know who she Michelle, is. Michelle. If you Michelle, don't know the name. Star Trek. You know. Dr. O'Hara. Lieutenant O'Hara. Exactly. She created a position on Star Trek that always gets replaced with a person of color. She was 89. Bill Russell was 88. 88. The 11 times. Miss Mary Alice. Liddy from a different world. She was eighty five. Yep. Wow. But yes, definitely got a. The, today's been hit with a real good hard day. Uh, you're gonna be seeing the memes pop up with, you know, talking about twenty twenty taking away her and Bill Russell. You're gonna hear it. Just prepare yourself for that. Like, what the heck are you doing, twenty twenty two? You just took away the eleven time NBA champion. And one of the biggest names 
in Star Trek next to, you know. Shatner. I was about to say that. You know. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> she created a position, like, for real. If you guys don't know, I know <laughs> we're going to eventually get back into, you know, talking for wrestling. I'm sorry, but, I'm just... but no, it's okay. I was glad you brought her up because I was going to ask you to uh, in a couple of minutes anyway. But yes, she, because I'm a geek. I'm into the Star Wars and but Star Trek. I was Trek. never, I, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not like a huge Star Trek fan, but you don't I have grew to up be. with Star Trek because, like, my mom, my grandparents, that's what they watch. And, you yes. know, every now and then the, I come in. The four, five plus hours. Yeah. You could go out, get something to eat, come back home, go to work in the same Star Trek movie that was on. That's what I said, yes, go to work. And that same Star Trek movie that was on is still on. Yes. So I grew up with the Star Trek. You know what I mean? Because people in my family, what watch it? They watch the, uh, what was the, the. Yes. Beyond, well, no, not beyond shit. Um. Star Trek Voyagers. Star- oh, all exactly. that, all all that. Say Star Trek Voyagers. All, all that, that good stuff. But yes, I, my mother, my grandmother and them watched <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Bill Shatner, uh, Bill yeah. Sh- uh, William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you could call him that anyway. Uh-huh. But, because you know it's well, yeah, See, that's how I know, you know. Will and Bill Because when he was originally titled, his, his, he was really cast as Bill Shatner. But Will and Bill are summoners with the same right. person, remember, by the way. Watch, so that's remember, the reason why they got away with changing that. Like, I, I, I remember my grandmother watching her <laughs> and him had that kiss. Yep. Well, my mother telling, you know. Yeah, I'm going to say telling you. Right, like they were like. Which was. And you understand. That was groundbreaking right there. That day. was like, please don't. Uh, I know you're like, what is this two people kissing? <laughs> no. The time period. Right. You have they were like, that was the first interracial showed, kiss. I am going to touch, in the most intimate way, a black person. That was like the During first. the time period where they feared that black people touched them. Like, this was like the first time an interracial kiss was like ever on TV. So, my grandparents talked about that. Yes. I, re- I got to watch the reruns of that. I thought, I heard about that too. Not like that. I'm sorry, I'm a '90s, so, uh, so I'm a '90s. I'm so I did not. I, so my grandparents exactly. They had. My dad t- told me about that too, and I'm like, I didn't know. So that my mom, that. I didn't believe that that actually happened. My mom, for one, I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't believe. I that know Will Shatner's probably up on Twitter. I know I didn't believe that that actually happened, but because I'm, I'm like the time period, I, 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 I was I, like, I, what he actually did? What? I'm just stupefied right now. Like they wow. kept that on there. And Once it, you realize it, it about that time to, period, they actually to, did that. And he fought for that to stay, like... Yeah. Fought for her to stay there. Of course, Dr. King told her behind not to leave, regardless of the hate mail. She, get, she did get, by the way. Because of that reason, too. In case you don't know. William Shatner. He probably talking about it. If he's not, he definitely will be. Yeah, he probably <laughs> Because don't forget, it's just recent. Somebody found his what? What? They found somebody found his wallet. <laughs> 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 
That's definitely him. That's definitely him. But yeah, he ain't probably put nothing up yet. Again, don't forget, it just recently happened. We just found that out. But anyway, let's try to turn to the... I mean, it's not like it's a bad thing. She... As she ain't in no more pain, no more sorrow. She, no, she's in a way. We can definitely say, if you don't believe in God, you start to listen. Because she was directly created for that purpose. You know how many black women and men got into, got into space? space. Let me tell you, I know you might... wouldn't have had Whoopi Goldberg on fucking Star Trek. Was this because of you wouldn't have. have a lot of people involved? Like in space. William Decay and is another gentleman that made another man. Like they were so because they were people of color, exactly, or people like like said, people of color. They opened up so they exactly. opened up doors to people that looked like them. To the world of space. space. And by William Decay also, he opened up the world to the Asian community. And also being a gay person mm-hmm. to be represented on TV in their truth. And right. not stereotypical ways. Yeah. It's, of like, course it's not like, no, of course it wasn't like today. Oh it, my God. Of course it's not like today where you, but because it's oversaturated. He was allowed to be, but it's, you know, today it's kind of oversaturated and overdoing it. I'm not going to lie. But, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get to a more lighter note. Let's get to the results of SummerSlam. Yes, definitely. So, the first match you did see some of, or got to listen to some of, and that was. The Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch match. How do you feel about the results? Since you definitely know that. I didn't see the. I didn't, uh, I didn't say no. I said the results. How do I you don't feel? know the results. You do. I, I told you that she won. Who won? Bianca Belair, remember? Oh shit! I don't know shit. How was that work? Shit! I, I told you she won. I said, I said, how you feel about the results? I told you, but I mean, I kind of. Kind of you kept saying it's okay because I know you just kept swiping at it. Uh, okay. That's why I try to tell you the results and try so you can pay attention to it. Oh, okay. So, but I did also tell you that um, not only did Bailey, but Dakota Kai and um, Aisha Rose. Yeah, Aisha Rose. Aisha Rose. So, her name's going to. I'm, I'm definitely talking about me from watch her anime. Uh, I, I know how to say it when I hear it again. Exactly. But they came up. Turn the air on. It's hot here. Oh, yeah. I can turn it on for you. But, yeah, they came up and, you know, stared down Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Because oh. Becky Lynch had a true, you know, finally point to end the nightmare for a heel turn, which by God, I hated it. It was hard for for me to to hate Becky for real, I mean, and the music that she has for her theme, everything. That, that Whoopi Goldberg. Just that character didn't fit a heel. Everything, 
She didn't do anything different. I mean, you can't just come out there with no different thing. Only thing to look at Edge, but you know, her theme music too upbeat. You know, it's too upbeat and happy. The character that she created that was more imitating The Rock. I know. It was. It's. It's. It was. It was a nightmare. And they finally put to end that nightmare. Well, it looks like it, definitely. Put to end that nightmare of the heel Becky Lynch. Good God. That, that was a travesty. I can't believe they let that go on for so long. That was disgusting. Real life garbage. That character was trash. I can finally get that off my chest right now. I'm sorry, I would have told her to her face. That character was trash. Garbage. You didn't, like, how you had the music, the whole idea, big like, and try to be a heel. At least try to change your... Music to be like a more somber, the cut, the, the contrast, dark, you know, something to make you seem more heelish. You know, even create a new maneuver that's you know set for your heel. Mm. I mean something because God, that was garbage, straight up. And I feel good now that I can finally come out and say that that fucking character was. Garbage. And I'm glad they finally ended it. It was that bad. It was that bad. But now she's a face. She's with Bianca Belair. I don't know if they're going to add someone else to the team to now contrast the now incoming Bailey and whatnot. So that's good. Congratulations. Yes. That's good. Before I go any further, because I know I forgot to state something that I stayed on my... It was the overall, you know, how many stars out of five I give it. Yeah. I gave some a slam. Mm. Overall... One. It wasn't a one. It was definitely decent. I say a three out of five. It's a one for me because I didn't get to see it. You didn't get to see it because it was a one. I gave it a three out of five. And I do know... She didn't get to see the Brock Lesnar match. She's, ain't no need to lie and say you didn't see the dad going pictures. Mm-hmm. You saw the, the fact that he moved the ring with the uh, tractor and whatnot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But for me, I'm going to definitely say overall it was a three out of five. I'm going to go ahead and say that off back so you can understand later on already why I said, uh, like, all right, so you know it's going away. There's going to be a three out of five. So... What changed from making this a four to five? Well, it's not going to be a five-star really that much. I mean, it's WWE for one. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. It's WWE for one. It's not going to be a five-star. This ain't AEW. But <laughs> at least a four-star. <laughs> right? Mm. WWE always, always give you a four-star. They never give you a five-star shit ever. Even WrestleMania has never hit five-stars in recent years, really. Seriously. Because it's WWE, it can't reach five. I mean, 
I can always say the reason why I'm comparing this to that, comparing this to, and giving this a, a three-star rating because I saw Death by Dishonor. That's five stars. What they did with FTR. And um, the team. Briscoes. Briscoes. Thank you. And the Briscoes. That was five-star quality. To the point where the announcers had to let people know. Because they probably wasn't paying attention like I wasn't. I paid more attention when I was going to the ring. That the fans on their own were brought to a stand. They couldn't sit down. The Briscoes legitimately can say that if this was a normal match, they would have beaten FTR. Clean. Because the first fall was not for FTR. They lost. They lost the first fall. They lost. If a regular match, they lost. <laughs> right? If it was a regular match, they lost. <laughs> to tell you that, they lost. They would have lost. That is what I'm talking about when you talk about a five star event. <laughs> When you don't even know anything about these wrestlers too much. And the thing, the product they give you is that you stand still and applaud. You bring, you are out of your seat standing. And no, not for one minute, two minutes. Like literally five, ten minutes. They will stand. The whole minute. Pretty much. They were standing. And then afterwards, FTR told those guys, the first go, get your asses in the damn ring. Get your asses in the ring and get the appreciation from the fans that they deserved. And they did. They were, they went out there and fought and bled. And I don't mean... I know AEW bleeds a lot. No, they really bled. Mm-hmm. And they got the adoration from the fans that they deserved. None of them were heels. Those yeah. Briscoes were heels. You know what I mean by heels. Right. <laughs> so, yes, they were legitimately on the right hand side so yes they were considered heels and we because they're tag teams you know that the left hand side of the screen or the face the left right the right hand side is the heels because they want to give you the idea that the face has the fan side to go right hand side of the yeah basically <laughs> it all comes down to that really thank you it's like that in cinematic by the way we know we took the classes. It is like that. They're going to do and that with Matt. You see, most time when you introduce the villain, you always introduce them coming through the left. Yeah. Yeah, with the Panther Still movie, 
when you first see the villain, villain they come in the right, yeah, right side. No, the right hand side of God. No, no, the, the left. That's yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, so. <laughs> so if you want to know who the villain in the movie? Just look where they coming from. Look how they always shot. They look like they always shot from the left or. Position to the left. Right. But anyway, I'm saying that that's what I'm comparing WD to. It will never get a five star because I know AEW is that. Because WD's matches are not going to give you that quality of, you know, match. No, they're not going to give you that quality in the ring. (laughs) well, yeah, you're true. They can. It does sometimes. I do have that sometimes. You're right. They do sometimes give that quality, but they rarely do. You know, because, yeah, you're right. Because with what the hell Cody Rose did <laughs> and Seth Rollins did. And Seth Rollins is one of those people I will be in the ring with all the time if I was a wrestler. If I, needed, if I just needed to get some good quick money, that's certain people. Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar, by the way, is too one of those. Believe it or not, even though he looks doesn't look like it, he's definitely one of the most safest people you can be in the ring with. You can probably put on a, a five star match with a, a two year old child, and had that child actually look legitimately like a competitor. Yes, I'm talking about Brock Lesnar, by the way. He's changed. <laughs> he was not like that when he first came out. <laughs> But yes, that's what happens with age. You know, I mean seriously. Um, What's today? Sunday, the thirty first. Huh. You gotta go to work today, but that's another uh, almost six hours. But anyway. You now know where I'm coming from. The reason why this is the overall, I gave it a three star. SummerSlam, three stars. So it's about as much as you can possibly get I mean, with WWE. The thing with me, some, like, you got the returns mostly. That some of the returns. Yeah, that some of the returns. Exactly, because it could have been a two. Because they did not have some of the returns. It would have been a two to one star, yes, because it was too much chalk. The reason I'm, because I, I keep explaining it, because I'm going at this from now, nah, comparing it to AEW. I'm going from back when I was a kid, and then I always had the luckilyhood to be able to watch a pay-per-view, because I was broke. And I always went to sleep that Sunday night, when it was always on Sundays, <clears throat> and wake up Monday, and hope, pray to God, I get to sneak some, uh, you know... Monday Night Raw and be able to find out who won. And would I be surprised as a child that basically everybody I wanted to uh, expected to win was going to win? No. I need to find out, oh damn, I missed something. Felt like I missed out. And this, you would not have. You would not have. I mean, you would have missed, like, the return. That's it. Like I said, if I'm saying without them, you would not have missed out on anything. Anybody believe Brock Lesnar is going to win against uh, Roman Reigns? No. Anybody believe that Austin Theory is going to actually cash it in and actually be successful at it? No. 
he was going to either be. So he tried to catch. Did he catch it? He tried, but before the ref could go to the uh, and announce that, oh, he's catching it, then Brock Lesnar picked him up at five yeah. down. So he still has it. I'm pretty sure Triple H is probably going to use it like I thought and have either Cody Rhodes win one and then the cash and the money in the bank. Oh, they're going to be used for one title, not the unified title. Right. And then now have both of the titles split off of Roman. Because I'm pretty sure he realized that this was a disaster. First and foremost, I don't know why the fuck he let him ink another fucking deal in the first place he had the title up. That's different. That's not talk about that. <laughs> that showed that age is sometimes a problem. Triple H would have pedigreed that man right there in the office if he would have mentioned what he wanted. <laughs> Go to AEW, I'll keep my titles. Triple H would have told him. <laughs> Hell no on that. You had to lose at least one. I still think it's stupid to have. Both. Both titles on one person. Just like it's stupid to have both tag team titles on well, one group. Well, the, the worst part, for at least for Roman, if they he wouldn't have taken this deal being a part-timer, you at least could actually keep that going. Because McMahon has set up for that to be able to happen. You could have a wealth of single competitors. The real, real problem that Triple H needs to fix, like next pay-per-view, it's the Usos. That's where you really have it. Because he... No, not just... They're killing. Not actually beating, but no, they're killing the competition, literally. There's no one out there that you can really think of. Like, there's not many tag teams. Unless Triple H can come up with somebody. Maybe bring somebody from some people from NXT up. Or something like that. I don't know. Because Street Profits... We're halfway decent team. You're not expecting the um, what the who, the new day, who look who are not even look. They are literally right now in talent enhancement. They're gonna beat them. Um, who who else? Who else? Who, who else is out there? Right. Los Lotharios. They're not even on TV. They're not even on TV. They on dark matches at best. Who else? Viking Raiders? Oh, wait, can't do that there. You got the Usos being the heel. You can't have the Viking Raiders but also being heel because he, they, they don't do heel versus heel. It's an AEW. So, who else out there? They got the titles forever because no one's going to be the caliber of team that can be up there and beat them. They're never going to lose them. I don't care if you say, well, they're going to lose at WrestleMania. Guess who? Street Profits again? Well, then why don't you just take it off their ass in summer? Right? Start to understand why I gave this a three stars. So, anyway, let's go through the rest of them. The rest of the matches that happened. Again, I told you the results. I'm just going to get your, again, your idea on the results. I will, because I know you just probably don't remember because you just, you know, was at work and just got, God, okay, 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 right? 
interesting. Yeah, so. <laughs> I see you still have it here, too, by the way. Okay, so Logan Paul and Miz. We knew Logan Paul was going to win. This was literally him ending his storyline with the Miz from WrestleMania that was created. Okay, pretty good. Logan Paul stole the show, really, by the way. I'm just going to tell you the truth. His match was the... Yeah, his match was by far the reason why I gave it a... This really is up there. He carried... A lot of this. Really, truthfully. I know, like, what, Logan Paul? Yes. Logan fucking Paul. Not the Brock Lesnar match. That was theatrics. I don't give a fuck. I can go to watch this damn, you know, next Marvel movie and want theatrics. But in ring capability, this dude, who basically, in wrestling-wise, is no different from me. Seriously. Even though, yes, he's more... He does have some form of athleticism. He does have things like that because he's an amateur boxer. His fists are literally legalized dangerous weapons, deadly weapons, right? Legitimately, all that good stuff, right, that he can get from being a boxer because he legitimately works on that craft to actually be to throw his hands with some, you know, confidence. Yes, that's all true. That's different when it comes to wrestling. You have to be able to know and trust and do things a certain way. Mm -hmm. The frog splash that he did. Again, I know I should trust him, but it was like that. It was like he jumping outside the ring. Yes, he did a frog splash onto the maze, onto the table, outside of the ring. Yeah. Oh, wow. That happened. Hmm. And he did it correctly. Yes. The whole frog splash maneuver. And landed it correctly. That's good. Yes, he did maneuvers and he did them correctly. The only problem I have with him is that right now he doesn't have his own finishing maneuver. He beat the Miz with Skull Cross the Finale. Now, he may have one. He just may be wanted to beat the Miz with his own maneuver. That could be that. And they wanted to have him do that. Hmm. You know. Maybe more likely, actually, is that situation. You know. If, I don't think the Miz can be a face, but they could be. You could have Logan Paul carry him as one. So that could be one of the things they could do and change Miz to a face and have him compete against the Usos. That could be one thing. Because... They do work together perfectly together, Miz and Logan Paul. But that's a different scenario. But that match is pretty good. What do you think about the results? It's coming from your end. Eh. Logan Paul went in. Uh, I think, I mean, I... You seen it coming? I went the Miz on the way, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised because you more likely... You like you wouldn't be surprised if Miz would have won that one because you would have thought they would have tried to drag it out a little longer, correct? Yep. Because he did just sign the contract, and once you close this door with the Miz, what else are you gonna have him do? You know, there's already storylines already created. Now, yes, Clash of the Castle doesn't have more than what two or three matches 
on it guaranteed already and we are literally in august that basically because monday it will be august 1st <laughs> but anywho he's now open and available theoretically that's if he didn't sign a one-time contract for just that one situation which i doubt they're probably gonna try to make him like the miss a reality tv star turned wrestler because that they need more of that anyway because they can utilize that because that can turn into reality tv later on for certain situations like they did with the miz and it won't be something that's quite weird like they're doing right now with austin dillon on usa which doesn't make any sense who the hell is austin dillon race car driver oh yeah He's literally doing the same situation, the thing they're doing with the Miz. Literally cut and sent every goddamn copy and paste. Literally just putting NASCAR instead of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Seriously, everything is literally the same thing. Same camera angle, same everything. <laughs> right? But WWE knows that if they do have Logan Paul there, and he does succeed, which he can if he just put his mind to it. They can use that and then later on be able to do like they did with the Miz and do reality TV with Logan Paul. So good on that. Okay, that was that match. Okay, talk about this one you already know. This one about to say you know the results of this one guaranteed. Bobby Lashley versus Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even gonna have to say it. Bobby Lashley versus Bobby Lashley versus yeah, uh, Bobby Lashley just won. That's just insane. Let's just do it like that because that's exactly how fast the damn match was. Bobby Lashley versus yeah, because he already won by default. <laughs> but yes, it was Austin Theory in that match. I still call him Austin Theory, not Theory, because it's stupid. He still got the A Town down, and so what the fuck you talking about A Town down? You know I do know you just. He's from, you know, Atlanta still. Is he from Atlanta? I believe so. <laughs> so, you still have that part, but still, you know what the real A-Town down is, is literally referring to his name, Austin Theory. But yeah, that was done with, uh do like the fact that, you know, in that, that he did, Austin Theory did do something small. He did not try to stay in the hurt lock. He immediately tapped out, like which I'm, you know, hoping more people do. Because that needs to be more, that need, the full Nelson needs to be, you know, attributed more. Yes, it's more of those maneuvers that you don't break out of, really. And it does get that, but the, it doesn't give Bobby Lashley the notoriety all the time. Like, some people who are not even supposed to be lasting pretty long in that thing lasts a few few moments in that no you are individual you know if you get put in this maneuver no one's breaking out of it everyone has you know passed out or submitted it out of the damn maneuver you're being you're going to give it the reverence that it deserves like austin theory did do that this kid is good he sells excellently and that's not very easy to do because you got to be at the right time, at the right moment, and doing things the right way, you know. 
And he sold this perfectly, as he should have. If I were to be Bobby Lashley, and you know this maneuver is literally unbeatable, as soon as you get into that submission maneuver, you're not trying to fight it. You're immediately tapping out to save yourself. Definitely in that situation being the fact that you want to be in optimum condition to try to cash in your money in the bank briefcase. So, and he, and that was what he was, the idea that he was selling. Because he did grab the briefcase and he was leaving out of the arena to lose by count out. Until Bobby Lashley stopped him. And then afterwards, you know, he get into another, you know, scrum with Bobby Lashley and then gets put into the hurt lock. So he's selling the idea that I am now trying to focus more on later tonight getting cashing in this briefcase. That's the mentality you should have at the seeing that. So he immediately tapped out. So yes, I do like that. There need to be more like that with Bobby Lashley. You know, because that's some people he put in the hurt lock that does not immediately tap out that should. That's just a little tic tac thing with wrestling. You know, not everybody does it correctly. But at least he do get get that over that, oh, yeah, they still lose. That's just a tic thing, not really nitpicking thing like that. Really, that's nitpicking. But I did like that the Austin Theory did. He sold it correctly. I'm focusing on tonight. <laughs> let me get the hell out of here. Tap, tap, tap. Ref, let me go. Right. So, anything you want to say about that, you know... I mean, it's five, not even five minutes, by the way, the match. It was decent. I mean, it was pretty much the outcome that I thought. Exactly. Hmm. Outcome you basically thought happening. This is where we definitely didn't get them correct. Well, I did say, though, it's a possibility. The Mysterios versus Judgment Day. This is the return of Edge. Mm-hmm. Now, specify that before I can go into it. No, Edge did not come out immediately. The whole non-disqualification match, which I don't like the way they executed this match. The first thing I thought was I was going to get excited for because uh, Mysterios went directly after him, but then they went back to the old school tag in and out. This is no disqualification. Why aren't you all in the ring just fighting each other? It should be like that. Order. That's true, but, you know, they, they did lose me on that. You know, if this is a no disqualification match in AEW, everybody in the ring. <laughs> right? Everybody in the ring, basically. <laughs> Going at each other, you know. I know what to keep order and keep idea of who's legal, who's not. Who's going to take the L? Who's not? Who's going to take the W? Who's not? It wound up being the fact that it didn't matter in the end anyway because they had they did a double 619 anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, boy, how, how can I say this? I like the fact the Mysterios won. I do hope... Later on, well, I kind of figured if this the whole like if pro- you're not like y'all, they were saying the promo, I figured he would come back when at the well, the pro, yeah, he had the 
he literally had like three promos already. I think about four really. Count the I, last I was one, like, but the whole thing for me it was for me that match was been me waiting just waiting for Edge to come in the Yeah, that was it. I literally said that, you know, yesterday, that that was a possibility. But I'm not gonna lie, I was wrong. I did say the Judgment Day was gonna win. You did too. But we were thinking more along the lines of Edge is going to come out on Monday and deal with the Judgment Day. Because normally you will say something like that for the next day after the pay-per-view. So that, definitely, because Edge, unless the Mysterio is going to be somehow involved in this conflict with Judgment Day... Are you making him a new brood? Are you making exactly? You making a new brood or something? Like what the heck? And definitely with Edge coming out with the brood entrance, entrance that leads into his most latest iteration of his theme song. Like you going back to car- old characters now. Like he's going back to old characters. Like uh, he did not need that vignette. Right, you didn't really need a vignette. Just I mean, unless you're doing something. I had been hyped just for him to come back. And exactly. Like, it's unless she's doing something else, unless it's not going to be it. Unless he's introducing his own, you know, new brood. Brood. Yeah, brood. Or something like that. Now, it been hyped to see Gangrel come out with him. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, but it. mostly Gangrel is a uh, freelancer now. Yeah. That's the point. He's, he's not. Retired. He's, uh, he's, he's he wrestling school in Florida. Yeah, anyway. he's not. He's not completely retired. I he, mean, I wouldn't expect Gangrel to wrestle, but I would. Because he can, but he's a freelancer. He's not. He's really a actual, you know, you know, independent contractor. Literally, <laughs> he doesn't sign contracts. Really, he just like, all right, I feel here, I feel that he's on Impact, so he can be on. It won't be surprised to pop up on AEW, but he's definitely but not going to pop up on WWE. Loved, he had to sign a the contract. The whole point of that, for him to come out, I would have loved seeing Gangrel come out with Yeah, him. I would love to see that too because he's coming out with that brood entrance. Uh, he's definitely giving off brood edge, you know, feelings. He came out with the red jacket, the most, you know, the vampire theme, the vampire look, right? The eagle. He's a face, by the way, again. But it's Edge. He's over already, so it doesn't matter. Edge, he, can, uh, he, he can be whatever the fuck he wants Edge to be. Edge is a wrestler that... He's over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so he can be whatever. Right. He can be, that's why I didn't... be a face, he'd be a face. He that's why I'm like, I didn't like him to be a... Uh, to be this... That vignettes. It's like, you can do vignettes for people ain't over. That's as over as over can get. Oh, what the do, fuck? He has to introduce a new new person. New person? Like, like, like Edge? Like, fuck, I mean, Edge can do whatever the fuck he wants. I say he could be, he's, he's different. Like, but okay. Edge can do whatever the fuck he wants, legitimately. Like, Tomorrow, if Edge wanted to be a face on Monday, and then turn heel on Friday, and then turn face on a Saturday, and then turn heel on another Monday, he can do that. Just letting you know. Now, not every character that's over can do that. Hulk Hogan could not have done that. It was hard for him. He needed the NWO to know for him to turn heel. No lie. He needed NWO for him to turn heel because he's too much of a face. Rey Mysterio uh, can't do that. He, he Rey was need, a heel. In WCW. Rey was a big-ass heel. 
He was a heel in WCW. If you notice, Ray still do heel tactics. You just uh, you got face. He history. does. He does. You got to pay attention. But he's a face. But that's some of the maneuvers he does as a he that he was as a heel in WCW. He was never a, a heel in WWE. Yeah, like for a hot second. Really? Hot second. That was a rare. Because it was like I do remember him being a heel in WCW. He Definitely. was a fucking heel, especially when he lost his mask. He's fucking heel. Yeah, that. I remember that. It just. Wow. That's how Paul Ray Beck, Ray, Ray God damn. <laughs> you have to go back. Like, yeah. God damn. You have to go back, bro. God damn. You have to go back, bro. Ray lost his mask before. Yeah, well, yeah, do you remember that when he did, when he lost his mask? He was a heel. Damn, bro. <laughs> Gotta go back. That was it. That was before HD TVs. Jesus, damn, damn, right. <laughs> but anyway, that I, I definitely like that match. Uh, like I said, if one for Edge returning, it would have been would have would have been even if the serials uh, would have won, wouldn't have been that big of a deal. We only picked uh, Judgment Day to win because we didn't expect that to come up, come back tonight, right? Okay, on to the next one because we got a few minutes left. Ugh. Not that many matches left anyway. <laughs> Pat McAfee versus that was a good one. Happy Corbin, that was a good one. They this was also the match that definitely let you know that this is a new day and age. Triple H era has been as now in effect. Certain rules that McMahon didn't allow are now gone. Pat McAfee jumped off the top turnbuckle and did a Hurricane Rana. It looked like the second ring, but okay. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was like a second rope, but he did jump and do the Hurricane Rana on Corbett. Corbett's tall, so he had to get at least to the second rope. He's not probably jumping from the very top anyway because he may miss. But. No, because. I mean, but Corbin is by far one of the most safest wrestlers to be with. He's one of those guys who's both he can, like I keep saying, you put him in the, in the ring with a two year old, and that two year old look like a real competitor. <laughs> you know, he's not the type of person that you know he can make look like wrestler broomstick. That's the Miz. Miz can wrestle a broomstick and that broomstick win, and you be like, oh yeah, that broomstick pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> he ain't there. <laughs> you know, he's not a. You know, Miz. Yeah, Miz is one of the known groups that were safe. But. So, so safe. That's the reason why you see a lot of non-wrestlers in the ring with the Miz, by the way. So, yeah. Just to let you know. You could go out there in the ring. And I'm talking to you directly. You could go out in the ring with the Miz and he'll put you over. Make you look like you legitimately won. That's why I say he's the person that can wrestle a broomstick. And he's like, that broomstick actually did good. Mm-hmm. Seriously. But anywho, but anywho that was... Um, that Corbett won. Didn't, no, Corbett didn't win. Uh, McAfee won that match. Neither one of them won. The person in the audience that dressed up as the... The Joker. <laughs> she saw <laughs> that. That Joker character... That Joker fan was a real winner. <laughs> he stole 
He stole that match. Oh, that's the faces. <laughs> that's the one where we're the match. And heckled the shit out of Corbin. <laughs> he was heckling. Corbin, like, what the fuck? He heckling the shit out of Corbin. That's when, that's when you know. <laughs> you knew it was like. Damn, he heckling the shit out of him. Because the first half, Corbin was like. Huh? Right? He was like, what the hell? Hell. Who are you talking to? And the fact that and he, he was kept doing all the stupid facial stuff. Because he's all because he was because he was going with the chorus that was actually back there. Right, way like, the back. What the, hell? Go, go, the chorus, Bombers Corbin, <laughs> and he was going with that too. So that's another thing. And he stood out with that damn outfit. And he and then he was doing all the facial stuff. Uh, facial stuff, talking trash. And caught him off guard. Like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> talking trash. Heckling the shit out of Corby. I mean, bro. Uh, that's, what the- that's what you wanted the fans for, y'all. Y'all want your fans back. Congratulations. You can heckle like fuck. And I know what he would be bad. Like, yo. Corbin, I just get by like, by like Joker. Joker? Right, fucking heckle by the Joker, <laughs> like, like of all people, like the Joker wanna heckle me. It's like, I ain't like that. I ain't that damn that, bad. Like, could that you make it more? You like, was it a wrestler that was? No, I think it wasn't. It definitely. No, wasn't. it was a fan. But I you think, think it, like it the way, could be the way it, it happened. It happened. It would. Like, well, I would not be surprised if you find out that Monday that Triple H signed that fan to a contract. <laughs> Just fuck around, look like Joker. I can pop up every now and then. Be probably a wrestler that's going to show up next uh, next week. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Anywho, <laughs> on to the next match. Oh, bones cracking! Baby. This was the reason why this definitely got a uh, three out of five for this match. You definitely heard me talk about this match. I cussed and complained about this match significantly. I hated this match. This is match is not. This does not get a one out. Oh, oh this does not get a one out of five. This gets a negative five out of five. This match, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. This the results of this match. I, uh, I took off my glasses because I'm so enraged. <laughs> but, Why are you enraged? I'm enraged. What's I you? might abuse those women because. <laughs> they are professionals, supposedly professionals, right? <laughs> They're supposedly professionals. Liv Morgan acted like a little-ass child after being put in that arm bar. <laughs> she act like a little bitch. I mean, she's in the, she's at, in the corner cowering, and they had to get goddamn, you know, they had to go and get, you know, medical officials to go and look at her and see if she wanted to finish competing. Actually been putting the arm ball. She broke out of it four times, by the way. Four times. Four times. Literally, legitimately put in and broke out of the arm ball four times. Had to make sure to scream that. Right? And oh, she acting like, oh my god, my arm is broken. Oh my god. I can't believe this. And then Ronda Rousey. 
Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, are you, are you, do you know how to wrestle? Do you know how to, do you need to go back to developmental? Do you need to go back to developmental? Go back down and learn that you, if your shoulders are put towards that mat, that your immediate, immediate idea is to get them off of it. But no, no, Rhonda couldn't think about doing that. She was so focused on having a fucking armbar put in that she put her shoulders against the mat. And of course, the referee is going to directly look at your motherfucking shoulders being on the mat. It doesn't fucking matter that Liv Morgan tapped out. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. That part is all on Rhonda. I hate her. You dumb as shit, brah. How the fuck are you not going to lift your fucking shoulders off the mat? Okay, okay. The way you ended it, I would have loved if you wanted, because I know you don't want to have any one of them actually lose legitimately because you are afraid of making them look bad. Right, you want to have them win and have them both basically win. Well, why not just have fucking Liv Morgan lose by count out? <laughs> Jesus. Excuse me. That was the worst decision they could have made. Where's my clothes? I know, you're trying to look for your clothes for work, huh? But that... I left my clothes, the new stuff that on the chair. No, you didn't. You left it in the damn room. No, I left it on the chair. No, you didn't. I didn't move anything. I left it on the chair. No, I didn't move anything. Well, you go in the room and find it. That's your clothes. You need to find them. They were on the chair. They, I they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. You can't do it with the fact that you moved your own clothes. I didn't move. Anyway. I didn't move. You moved them. What's your idea on that horrible ass match? I don't have an idea on that that's how I feel. That's definitely what gave this damn thing a three stars anyway. That match dragged it down significantly. <laughs> that was horrible. That, like, I knew that they were going to find them. Even though I didn't know that they were going to find some way for them not to actually lose. Like, <laughs> you couldn't just have a lift by fucking count now? I mean, you did have a fucking Bianca Belair. With some bullshit Carmella. But you couldn't do that with Liv Morgan and Ronda fucking Rousey? Come on, you couldn't have her do like some type of fucking suplex on Liv Morgan and she couldn't make it through in the ring in time? Come on. You couldn't have Natalia interfere? Anything? But that bullshit? God, you could have had lightning strike the ring. I don't even care. Anything but that. Okay, because he's starting to get low on time. Got about five minutes left, and this is the last match anyway. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Woo-hoo. 
Now, everyone knew Roman Reigns was going to win that match going away because probably as a part time, he barely had a couple of matches on his, you know, left on his contract anyway. So, <laughs> not removing a title from a main person, mainstay, regardless if he made like the decision that uh, Roman made, he's still not a part timer. He's still legitimately there. He can still be counted on regardless to be there when he's there. And his contract is more through years than Brock Lesnar's a year. Right? <laughs> but the match is definitely decent. Brock Lesnar is counting on to be Brock Lesnar. He came out there and did show off the old school 25-year-old Brock Lesnar that people feared. I did like that. At least he got a chance to do that. Showed the uh, scary Brock Lesnar back. Because he had yet to do that. I mean, he there's no qualification, so he got to do what he needed to do and be able to smack people in the head with weaponry and whatnot and be the monster that he was, you know. So, yes, I like that. I hate the fact that Roman Reigns, yet again, for the umpteen time in a row, had to rely on the Usos in order for him to win, you know. That's getting, that's not only getting, it already became stale to the point where I hate it. But like, damn, this bra is a loser. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not, I do not respect Roman Reigns at all. Definitely as a federal as person at this point. <laughs> Just because of that alone. Like, win a match without your damn, you know, cousins interfering. You can beat Brock Lesnar without them interfering. Why should it though? Because you don't you don't need them. Anywho, how do you feel about that? Hmm. Anything you want to talk about with that, that one? Was expe- that was expected. That was expected. And that's the point. Like it was all expected. And that's the point about this. That's the reason why I definitely got a you know, three out of five. That horrible ass match with, you know, Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey dragged that thing down significantly and then the fact that Nothing changed here, you know. I forgot to talk about the Usos and the uh, Street Profits. I didn't burst say it because it didn't fucking matter. We already knew that was going to the end results. That also dragged it down because what happened with, you know, Jeff Jarrett? What well, he did? Nothing! Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the point. He was invisible. He was not important. He didn't do anything after giving us this whole ideology. Oh, they may, they may do something. He did nothing. So that's really the main reason why this thing got uh, three out of five anyway. You know, anything else you want to bring onto this? Uh, I mean, the, it, it was it was okay. It wasn't the best uh, wrestling match so far. It wasn't the best pay-per-view so far either, by the way. Worst, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. It was okay. You know, after getting, taking a step back and looking at things, it was okay. I mean, it was okay. A lot of matches brought it down that it was kind of a downer because, it, you know, certain things like Jeff Jarrett had no importance in the match at all, period. You know, because he couldn't do it. He didn't do anything. He didn't interfere. He didn't. It was a special guest referee match. Back in the attitude era, you knew that the special guest referee was going to screw somebody over. Right? 
he didn't do anything. He was invisible. Come on. The Brock Lesnar match, of course, the Usos had to interfere. This had a perfect opportunity to make Roman Reigns look like a monster that he really is. Where he would have legitimately took on Brock Lesnar and gave him his first L in his first last man standing match. Because no one was stupid enough to put Brock Lesnar last man standing anyway. <laughs> but Roman. And then, of course, the biggest flop of that night was Liv Morgan and Ronda Rousey's match. You know, the way it ended should have ended any other way possible instead of that way. Anywho, since we don't have anything else, this is going to be where I bring it to a close. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. And of course, support me. It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just go to the support link that's available. The go to support link that's available. Yeah, that's provided. Just, just go to it. Less than a dollar a damn month. So, yeah. Go to the support link that's provided there and just help me out. It's definitely beneficial. Anyway, this will be where I bring it to a close. Later, guys. You want to say bye? Hola. Thank you. <laughs>